to bro taste this i'm glad my uh, pain is very funny to you speaking of pain good morning good evening good afternoon welcome to another exciting episode of bro tastes for another installment of vida y vino brought to you by phil golden corral lovely leo and the big tech daddy himself Luis Pablo. So good to see you guys in person. I'm so happy. Nice to see you guys. Yeah, we're nice live in person now. I missed, I missed you guys. In the studio. In the 608 studio here. It's uh, It's been a long time coming. 608. I like what you did with the place. It generally looks good. Thank you, thank you. It's really nice. I hate this red cloth. Yeah, it's pretty uh, stained. You know what? I'm going to Amazon Prime you a black cloth. <laughs> To replace this immediately, because <laughs> this is so ugly. <laughs> black is slimming. Exactly, uh, and you know, slimming is in need. Yeah, speaking of slimming, uh, there's a member less on the podcast today. Yeah, you yep. did threaten me with if you don't start showing up to the episodes, you are out of the group. You're he, out of bro tastes. He gave you the the uh, ultimate survivor uh, stipulation. Yeah, dude, he was like, he's like, we're voting you off the island, Luis. Yeah, he's like, dude, you got to start pulling your weight. So you need to like, you need to come to breakfast and brunches. <laughs> I know, and so here I am, and he's not. Oh yeah, alchemy, double standards. Who knows? Hey, typical men, am I right? Hey, typical hey, men, brother. Amen. Pigs. Uh, today, in place of uh, Juan's <laughs> Juan's alcoholic behavior, alcoholic behavior, I made a cocktail. Uh, gentlemen, in front of you, you have ice, and in the ice, you have green tea, a house-made honey syrup, mm. fresh lemon juice. You smell the syrup. You have brown sugar, uh, and you also have, for your guys's, you have whiskey. For me, I have apple cider vinegar as there a is whiskey in this? alcohol. Yeah. Bro, the whole time I was like, this is pretty strong for not whiskey in it. <laughs> I was like, how did you make this? This is a lot of apple cider in here or something. What, you think it's strong? Yeah. It tastes a lot like whiskey? Well, I mean, I didn't, like, I thought it was, like, a mocktail. Mine's a mocktail. I want to try yours. Try yeah, yours. okay, here. Let's, uh, let me try mine first. Everybody take a sip. This is the, uh, what would you call this drink, Ooh. this cocktail? There wasn't a name I could find for it, but the inspiration behind this dish was at a Thai restaurant. Vietnam restaurant, I believe, Vietnamese restaurant in Milwaukee called... Um, you talking about the fellers that we beat the one time? What? The fellers that we beat the one time in that one war. <laughs> you mean the uh, one war that America lost? Oh, did we, we, we lost that one? Hold the on. The Vietnam War? Yeah, dude, we got our ass kicked. We came well, back with our tail between our legs. Yeah, but who... <laughs> I like how you say instead of just be like, oh, it's the nice Asian countries. Like, oh, didn't we go to war with them? <laughs> didn't we beat the shit out of them? <laughs> no. Like, didn't we impose our power over them? Like, didn't we... That's American freedom right there. Didn't we mustard gas half their population? Well, who's the true winner? We got Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3. I don't that know. That's true. And those are pretty fucking sweet video games here. You can try mine. Uh, I don't know if, Leo, you want to try mine as well. This is uh, uh, Asian Infusion. Yeah, so uh, the inspiration, as I was mentioning, is from a restaurant called uh, Lucky Olive out of um, Milwaukee. Wow. This uh, non-alcoholic infusion made by scratch, what's the duration length? Maybe two, three minutes? To make it? Oof. So the tea, you got to let see for at least five minutes, obviously. The honey syrup, the longer it infuses with the water, the better. Uh, fresh lemon juice, fresh is always better, and just it, it literally has like a an ounce of apple cider vinegar. And uh, the reason I chose apple cider vinegar to replace whiskey is not only a for color, mm-hmm. b for that um, kind of I want I don't want to say harsh taste, but you kind of need that punch in your face when you're drinking a whiskey cocktail. Yeah. And so for someone who's accompanying you who isn't drinking, you're like, oh, this is your version. So it's. The exact same ingredients, the exact same portions, just apple cider vinegar instead of whiskey. Oh, and uh, club soda just for um, a little bit of That's where I'm tasting the bubblies from. I was like, wow. Is that, is like that inside, like, first off, when you take a zip of that, your gut biome is like, mm. wow. Yeah. You feel, you feel healthy. Like, the, I need an IV into this to, yeah. like, reverse years of maltreatment to my body that I've done. Dude, the whiskey version just tastes like, I feel like it needs a little bit more honey and lemon mm. so here let me actually grab that and add a little bit to you oh well, let, let, me, let me finish this i'm gonna get drunk first you want to get drunk you, oh. do you want a little bit of honey or are you, are you all right i'm good i like this you like it the way it is cheers brother well cheers gentlemen it's cheers, good cheers. to be back and uh i would call this infusion the uh the the, the daisy 
What? The Daisy. You want to call it the Daisy? The Daisy. After our dogs our, is... Uh, our shared, uh, shared nomenclature name. from our dogs. Yeah, I'm not sure what to call it. Uh, like I said, I couldn't really find a recipe. It's a whiskey, green tea, honey drink. Not the most common, but I'm sure it has some, you know, okay, okay. unique name. I like this. It's Vietnam infusion, a little bit of honey, a little bit of apple cider vinegar. Mm. We got a name with maybe the landmine. Like, I know it's like I like that the landmine Vietnamese like inspired but for some reason I can feel like I could be drinking this like in a barbecue restaurant like in the deep yeah, south yeah. like in the yeah. mountains in the deep south like right oh okay nice ribs some exactly. nice iced tea I thought you were thinking about instead Korean of iced barbecue. tea just some uh, just some whiskey tea mm. bro this is like the Vietnamese Arnold Palmer and I, what I noticed about yours is it, it's really smooth which is very dangerous mm. the whiskey we're using is uh, the whiskey for the alcoholic uh, cocktails is uh, Heaven's Door, which Heaven's is a very Door. popular um, a whiskey brand up there. Up there with what's more prestigious than the Johnny Walker? Can you look this up later before I? I know Juan somewhere listening to this is like motherfucker. He doesn't listen to the episode. <laughs> what is that called? Yeah, he was surprised it was my birthday. He was like, "It was your birthday?" He was like, "Yeah, episode 56. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever, 78? No, I'm saying 56, dude. Your birthday was just like two fucking weeks ago. It was like 78 or 9. Oh, yeah. Heaven's Door. Ooh, I know these guys. They make sweet bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heaven's Door Distillery. For our audio listeners, we are currently looking at a really cool website. You got to be 18 to pursue that website. Yeah. But you don't have to be 21, huh? No. Interesting. Heaven's Door embodies the uncompromising oh, no. passion and wrestle spirit of anti-vaxxer Bob Dylan. Why did I buy this bottle? This is a Bob Dylan bottle? Dude. Bro, Bob Dylan's so lame, dude. You're a real free thinker, huh? Think for yourself, guys. Do your own research. I'm so shocked. I'm just saying, pandemic, they made it look real easy. A lot of people love Bob Dylan for like his, like, he was one, okay, I'll, I'll give him credit for this. He was one of the first, like, real songwriters of his time and movement. Yeah. You know, like a Rolling Stone, Maggie's Farm, classics, right? And he yeah. was up there with the same band of, like, the band of people, like the Jimi Hendrix, the legendary guitarists. Uh, but here's where it all goes to shit. Uh, a couple of years ago, when there was, when he was at the Super Bowl, remember that? Anybody remember that controversy? Motherfucker came out when the Super Bowl was in Michigan. He had a commercial about Michigan, like, yeah, this is the Iron City and all this stuff, and Bob Dylan, and don't forget to remember to hope and all this stuff, right? He got some recent popularity back from the Super Bowl, and then after that, accusations from 13-year-olds, they're like, oh, when he was on tour, he like, can you look up the accusations against Bob Dylan? Man, we're really going down a Bob Dylan rabbit hole, huh? Yeah, I don't want to, I honestly don't want to endorse this fucking whiskey anymore. Well, here we are endorsing Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Pick it up for forty ninety nine at a retailer near you. Thank you, folks. Or if you're below the age of 15, oh you can just hit up Bob Dylan's. Or... Yeah, see? Oh, shit. Well, she uh, dropped the suit. The lady who sued him dropped the suit back in 2022. Was there an, uh, a settlement, I'm guessing? Let's find out. Good idea. Woman who... You want, to like to, you want to read that, Luis? Yes, I can read. I do know how to read. Fucking continue to cite. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck that. Dude, I hate that about ad blockers now. Yeah, it's like, like websites can detect them now. And you they were just... using one. It's like, yeah, because he fucking sucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is from a article in cbsnews.com. A woman who sued Bob Dylan for allegedly sexually abusing her when she was 12 has dropped her case just after the folk rock artist legal team accused her of destroying evidence. In August of last year, the plaintiff, who remains unnamed, was identified only as J.C., had filed a suit alleging that Dylan abused her over a six-week period between April and May of 1965. The alleged Dylan exploited his status as a musician to provide alcohol and drugs and sexually abuse her multiple times as the famed Chelsea Hotel in Manhattan. At the famed hotel in Manhattan. The suit also <laughs> accused Dylan, who turned 81 in May, of physically threatening the girl. Folks. That's badass. He is a monster. A monster that doesn't quit. So maybe I do endorse having the door now. 
The fact that he's 81 year old, he was 81. He's 81 now. This was been 1965. So if you do very simple math, he was not 81 at the time. Oh, he was just threatening. He was just a healthy young male threatening to beat up a young girl. In 1965, if you do the math, how many years is that? It's got to be 50. He was in his 40s. What? Well, do you think about it? 1965? Oh, I thought it was 1985. That's 60 years ago. Well, I mean, I guess we've all, you know, (laughs) we've all fed drugs to a a minor at a hotel before. Don't say we. (laughs) Don't say we, young man. You are walking a uh, bit nice here. It's my first episode back. Here you are making <laughs> accusations. And, uh, you know... Maybe, maybe we don't support Heaven's Door. Don't buy Heaven's this. Door. We support Heaven's Door. We don't support Bob Dylan. Exactly. You can support the artist. You don't necessarily have to support the music. You can, yeah, exactly. You can the support the artist, but you can't... Uh, you don't got to abuse the kids. Amen, brother. Amen. But, you know, it's pretty good whiskey for what it is. On to uh, 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 the apple cider vinegar really making its way through me. <laughs> you gonna have See? such a healthy stomach though? Dude, I'm gonna have the best digestive system. In serio? Speaking of health, uh, mm. I had to wake up at like five in the morning today. Daisy. Now, this is actually to draw blood for um, health purposes. They just HIV. Yeah. HPV. Turns out I'm super positive. Oh. They're like, dude, you. We're surprised you're uh, you're alive. You're like uh, that one girl from The Last of Us. Sir, you're positive. <laughs> Came back positive. Who's so infected? You are. <laughs> I'm positive on life. You're spreading it as we speak. Like, <laughs> yeah. People are dying around you, and it's concerning. You probably got it when you went up to Madison. Yeah, they give it to you. They're like, welcome to Madison. Please take your HIV here. <laughs> I got it directly from Madison, man. It's like a cow tag. They <laughs> yeah. tag you that way. Exactly. But I drew blood at like five in the morning. Where's he going with this? I don't fucking know. Uh, we're talking about health and gut bodies. Oh, yeah. And, uh, dude, I was, like, barely awake. And my blood pressure is 100 over 70 or the other way around. Is that normal? Yeah, so I looked it up. And I even asked the nurse. I'm like, is this good? She's like, oh, this is very, very good. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, sweet, dude. I'm killing it. So in a couple of weeks, we'll know how healthy I am. Nice, nice. If all my it's, it's, uh, health kicks. I haven't drawn blood in, like, Maybe 10 years. Dude, it's fun. When they used to do the high school show, you can get out of school, like, they need blood and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have to appeal to pass out on the chairs. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. oh, here's an orange. Because they had yeah. a cookie. Because they had an orange and a cookie. And they're like, <laughs> thank you for skipping animal studies. Because they had a uh, carton of milk for their lunch. Especially, <laughs> <laughs> like, they would feed you just like milk and like an old cheeseburger. Yeah. And they'll take all these 14 year olds, like, go get your blood drawn. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most precious blood on earth. That of minors. You still get that, like, uh, that cold, like, hollow feeling. Like, when they take the blood away from you. What? Are I, you dying? You Don't you get cold when you're, like, they take blood from no. you? No. They don't put the saline bullshit or whatever? They don't mix your liquids up? Or That's the one you do plasma. Isn't that the same thing? What? Dude, this is a medical procedure. They're just screening me for anything. And the other one's just for drug addicts? <laughs> so you can donate plasma so yeah that's if you yeah have you guys donated plasma I haven't donated plasma yes. just blood you've donated blood yeah I haven't donated plasma in like five six years when I'm 27 six years yeah I did it one time probably around the same time period it's funny though a friend of the show Juan and I would go in the morning to like, Juan you mean co-host one? co-host one right? <laughs> friend of the show friend of the show that guy that comes in every now and then. Not this week. <laughs> Not this week. Damn. But him and I would go donate plasma downtown and all that stuff. And like, yeah. It was so grimy. Dude, you don't feel good. That's no. why I only did it once because somebody was in my. This is when I was still in school. Well, to be fair, we were using the money the for drugs. Then. We were using the money for drugs. So I guess I, I could see why we felt grimy. Yeah. Did you feel grimy? Did you get? Did you buy drugs? Well, before you rudely interrupted. Oh my god! I, Sounds uh, like you're on drugs right now. I ho- I wish I was. Um, no, somebody was in my in my class was like, yeah, I donate plasma three times a week, and all of us were like, that seems like an awful lot. And he's like, no, no, no they let you do it three times a week. They do. You can donate up to pla- no, you can donate plasma now up to three times a week. Up to it, three times a week. It now? replenishes itself after forty eight hours. So Ooh, if you what? if you time it correctly. You can do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then do it again Monday, Wednesday. So he was doing this. He's like, I have a job on the weekends, but then I donate plasma to help pay for school and stuff. 
I was like, what the fuck? So I heard this and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to try it. And he's like, the first time does take a while. It takes about three hours. But then after that, it's every just 45 minutes. And I was like, dude, I got 45 minutes to kill. I go in there the first time and I'm like, oh my. And dude, it's people who are like down on their luck. Yeah. Like it might as well be like Stanford prison experiment. Like just people who are just trying to make a quick buck. They're looking haggard and like How dirty. How much did they give you for like each session? The you know, first like, time I got $90. Sounds about right, yeah. The first time I got nine, and then after that, it's like 50. Yeah. And there's now, they offer bonuses every now and then, so I'll still get emails that are like, if you donate plasma 10 times in April, we will give you $500. What? Who's cup? What? She sent me that. Uh, Biohealth Plasma. This is who I did it through. It's funny, though, because, like, talking about the weight that, like, you see the customer types that walk in there, they're all down in the luck and whatnot. So, Quan and I used to be, you know, drug addicts, right? Smoke weed every day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't you uh, still? No, no, no. no. Uh, now we just drink every day. Now we just drink Oh, but we would go to Beloit over here, and, like, that's the type of clientele that would walk in, haggard, yeah. dirty looking. But for the James, because we would hop around and try to, like, get that, get that scratch, you know? Yeah. Get that scratch. And you'd have to make a reservation to donate plasma. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this is a step above. Most of the guys at Beloit don't even have phones to make they, appointments. And they just show up and they just start poking at you, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're right there in the lobby. It's like, dude, what are you, you guys are even in the right place? What are you doing? <laughs> You're like at some sketchy house. Just like, I, need some, I need some warm food in me. They're doing a Tuskegee experiment on these poor folks. But yeah, you're gonna find out you do have like HIV, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> from just fucking. Just from the dirty needle around there, dude. That's crazy. And for those listening, as they donating plasma as we speak right now, please be safe. <laughs> please be safe. Do- download WWE. Did you watch anything, or uh, what was your viewing? Because uh, you can go on your phones and view it while you're sitting there pumping the plasma out, right? So I'd be just watching WWE. Oh, dude, I was so confused for a second. <laughs> I was like, what does WWE have to do with plasma? Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. do you mean WrestleMania this weekend? Like, you're talking about that. We really talk about WrestleMania, bro. Right? Right towards the end. Yeah. We'll talk about it towards the end. But, yeah, no, I would just listen to a podcast. And, I mean, the only one time I did it. And I just remember being like, this sucks so bad. Because yeah. they tell you, like, yeah, you're going to have a metallic taste in your mouth. And they're essentially pumping, like, Gatorade in you to replenish the plasma. Yeah. And your plasma, I remember looking at it as it was filling up the fucking container, and I'm like, dude, we're, I just got super, like, introspective. And I, I was like, like I, I think I need this. Yeah, I was like, we're all fucking red. <laughs> it's like, isn't it like this yellow liquid just coming out? Yeah, it looks really creepy. It looks like Gatorade coming yeah, out like- of you. <laughs> It's very weird, and I'm just like, we're all fucking rats being controlled by fucking super rich people, and they're probably bathing in this. Bill <laughs> Gates. <laughs> Throwing me a measly $90. Yeah. Get out of here, you poor. <laughs> yeah. They're drinking this shit for breakfast. Thank you for letting us drain you. Like being young forever in the yeah. world. They're like, here's $90. Yeah. Get out of here. No, one go get your weed. <laughs> yeah, go, go get your smack, you fucking addict. Oh, shit, no wonder J-Lo looks so young. She's fucking Ooh. bathing in this shit. Bro, I saw her in uh, The Neighbor Next Door, one of the most recent movies. I think yeah. it was Shotgun Wedding. Shotgun yeah, Wedding. Shotgun Wedding. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Oh, <laughs> my jaw came down. I was like, oh, how can she be so hot still? Can you look that up? Who's her co-star in it? Isn't that Chris Pine? Is it? Bro, it's not even like that seductive of a movie, right? Or like sex, like... This is not like a sexy. Dude, what do you even like? How does that phone call go? Hey, we're uh, we're casting you in this movie. Like, okay, who's the other uh, Jennifer? Er, 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 <laughs> just immediately accept. On the way. <laughs> yeah, just I'm on the way. Oh no, it's Joshua. Josh Duhamel. What? Lenny Kravitz? Who the fuck is that? Lenny Kravitz, a fucking uh, I the guess singer. Lenny Kravitz is in it. You know who her his daughter is? Yeah, Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman. Yeah. Dude, you're so they both have weird. they both have such a nice butt. I'm a butt guy. Hey man, dude, like, Lenny Kravitz, dude. He's like my dad used to so. say, if she ain't got a booty, she ain't got a chance. Oh yeah. What is this movie even about, dude? I don't know. I think my fiance watched it. Shout out A Rod, and she said it fucking sucked. I couldn't make it past the scene where they're like in the honeymoon and like he flips around. I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch more Velma or more Shotgun Wedding? Oh, I saw more, I guess, Velma, hey, out of hatred. 
Shout out Mindy Cool. Well, Mindy yeah, it's funny though, because last time you were here, you you walked in into it. Like, you watching literally Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, like a toddler. Oh, wait, season two. This is where, this is where they get the bad guy. <laughs> Did you guys finish Why? the show, Velma? No. I remember even, like even started it. when it first like was like all the ads because I used to go on HBO Max a lot. Yeah. I never saw trailers or anything, so I'm like, oh, a new Scooby Doo show. And once I realized that Scooby Doo wasn't in it, I just stopped watching it. Yeah. But then later, literally all the hate came toward that show. I'm like, damn, I wonder how bad it actually was because I thought it was gonna be like an actual Scooby Doo show, yeah. but then it wasn't. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Wait, I'm this is. Scooby Doo's not in it. Not at all. Scooby Doo's. It's uh, so it's Velma. It's uh, what's Shaggy's name? His real name or something? I forgot. They call him Vilma or Vilma or some shit. Or like, oh yeah, yeah, I know what your favorite was like. It's something, but Shaggy's real name is like that. It's not like they made up a real name because they call him that in the previous like iterations of Scooby Doo. It's far. Can you look up his name? Norville. 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 Shaggy's real name is Norville. Yeah. So instead of because they could they use the word Shaggy because like copyright, so they just went with Norville. Oh yeah. But uh, so here's the thing: they bring in Scooby Doo, but it's like a it's a it's a government operation called like secluded control observation. Da 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 da. -da. The abbreviations. The Scooby. Scooby Doo, and then Velma's like. What does Scooby Doo do? And they're like, oh, fuck this shit. Fuck this show, dude. I was generally pissed. Oh, man. I don't get angry that often or, like, generally displeased I when I watch something. I disagree. I think you get angry quite often. But boy, was I driven up the fucking wall when I heard that. You're super red. Pill. What does Scooby Doo do? Are you kidding Instead me? Instead of just adding Scooby Doo? Yeah. I get it, though. Oh, Mindy Kaling. Oh, season two just got approved. It got approved? Yeah. I thought it got canceled. No, bro, they get approved. Uh, so speaking of, uh, do you guys know what you call, um, you know, allegedly when you're smoking weed, which is illegal in the state of Wisconsin? A doobie? When you're smoking uh, marijuana and you accidentally get, like through a bowl, for example, and you get some, some pieces of uh, dry marijuana to go through, mm -hmm. what do you call them when they go into your mouth? Um, either A, it cashed me or... Uh, I take the shit out of me. Uh, we used to call it Scooby Snacks. Oh, you know what? It sounds like you had a fun time smoking. Yeah, you would like rip a bowl and then you'd be like, ah, you got Scooby Snacks. But it kind of reminds me because uh, for the visual watchers of the podcast, we've got some uh, tea <laughs> that kind of made its way through. That's <laughs> so, not a little bit. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. Every other sip, I'm getting like a piece of tea. Like ah. I thought okay. this was like playing true works. to its roots of the Vietnamese. They put like seeds. Like matcha? It. Yeah. God, I want to drink fucking real fucking... Mm, what is it, yerba matcha? Yeah, yerba oh, matcha. Yeah. I wanna, oh, that looks so good. I wouldn't mind eating a girl named matcha. Hey, man. Uh, on to our new segment of the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's talking about ladies we will never bang. Daddy Trump indicted. Oh. Yikes. Not... We're talking about that? What? We're talking about indictment? Indictment? Did I say that right? Indictment? I, I think so. Why? So, <laughs> I actually found out about this on Monday uh, around noon o'clock. Uh, Mr. Trump here is accused of 34 felony charges. Uh, this was all about the Stormy Daniels incident that he was trying to pay her off. The big point of contention to kind of summarize the whole thing is that you can't do that with your campaign funds. Mm -hmm. Trump is obviously extremely wealthy outside of the campaign. So he was paying her with private equity uh, in cash. And that is what the lawyers are trying to use against the, um, the court. Uh, my favorite part about Monday was I was at the esteemed and beautiful gym, which is known as Planet Fitness, where it is essentially a Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> with gym equipment. There are about 30 TVs surrounding the gym. <laughs> so one of the TVs had Fox News, which I love. One of them, maybe, maybe like four. Then it was like six. Yeah. <laughs> it was like six. And uh, yeah, man, Tucker Carlson was going off. and Such a sad, what a sad sight for America. Why? Why are Americans so dumb? When Hillary Clinton did it in 2016, America was silent. 
I mean, if we're gonna be fair, <laughs> let's just you know, let's let's be fair. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, I'm an extreme liberal Democrat, and I am happy about this. Who doesn't want to see the bad guy get locked up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Hillary Clinton has done nothing wrong in her campaign or in her personal life. So, in my opinion. I think this is justice being served. Leo, what's your opinion on this? I mean, like, Leo. Out of everything they could have gotten him for, though, <laughs> it went down. Right. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you hope something's actually going to happen, but you know damn well he's going to be like, oh, he has to pay a $500,000 fine and he gets to go walk away. Yeah. That's so one of those things that's more like, it feels like it's more for a spectacle, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of like they got Al Capone for avoiding yeah, taxes. Especially because, like, they got uh, him in the Rico charges. They yeah. were talking about how they needed so much protection and, like, how much money they spent on getting all the police convoys to get him there. And, like, dude, it was like millions. Dude, they showed off like an entire street to get him there. Just for them to be like, all right, you're, you're fine, it's $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> and you're fine. And if something does happen, that'll be crazy. But honestly, I feel like at yeah. the end of the day, it's like rich people really do live a different life. Like, he literally got to go home to Mar a Lago and give a whole life speech. Like, if that were any one of us, well, that would never happen. We wouldn't even have made it to the fucking courthouse. They would have served us papers right at our home. I'd be yeah. sleeping in the same car with Bubba. He can pull me in. It's like who the fuck is Bubba? Whatever, whatever big jailmate takes me in as as their uh, as their bitch, I guess. And, and, and honestly, this this whole indictment Donald Trump thing that's been happening yep. has been a nightmare for me. For Be- you? For me? Because like, please elaborate. I already get nervous seeing like exes out in public, but just imagining one of like my previous lovers blasting me all through social media. Dude. Bro, it's over for me, bro. Over. They're going to be like, yeah, he was really kind of romantic, but then he put his foot on my head for no reason. And I was like, I thought we were role-playing, you know? I would I would, I would, I'd probably get 35 charges, honestly. You did what? You put your fucking... No, I never... I never... Curb-stomping bitches? No. Dude, shout-out Phil's sex life. No! This guy is... I'm a wholesome. And, and role-playing? What, what role... <laughs> What role are you playing? You ever seen American History X? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with this? Yeah, okay. We're talking about Trump and all the exes and how you, like, stomp on them. No, no, no. I, yeah, had, I do the Mario thing. I treat them like Goombas. <laughs> boom, boom. But no, of all the things you'd be brought down, like, criminally, this is going to be a state in the book. The same way that Bill Clinton and, like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. This is going to be his, like, Bill Clinton moment of, like, you're that guy that went to court for paying off that porn star. That's his his statement now. Well, or his legacy. I, I disagree. I fucking completely disagree. You think so, dude? We're talking about fucking Trump here. We're not talking about some fucking random dude off the street, bro. This is the same guy that said I could kill somebody on fucking Main Street and no one would bat an eye. Oh yeah, this but he can't sleep dude. with them. Exactly. No, 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 dude. He's he's the same guy that was like grabbing by the pussy. They like it. Yes. Like that, like nothing that this man, like it only adds to the legend. True. But of all the things that he would have gotten brought down for, it took like him misusing federal funds, private funds, Rico charges. Yeah. This is a Meek Mill, you know, Meek Mill and him should make a song. They hit him with the Rico. Oh, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Rico? Meek Mills? Yeah. I figure you guys are all into the Drake beef. So, you know, I was team Meek Mills when they were having beef. When him and Drake were having beef, remember yeah. that? Honestly, Drake won that beef as soon as he released Back to Back. Back, yeah, to, back to Back. That's there, goes there's no going hard. back. Exactly. Can we take a break and listen to Back Drake to Back? Drake could have been completely wrong, but if he released that song. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Is that a world tour or your girl's tour? <laughs> that right there, you're like, oh. He's Twitter fingers. Bro. He's like, you, I got a ghostwriter? Let's see what he can write. Fucking, he came with some heat, boy. Oh, they're gonna be playing this shit back to back. Yeah, and guess what? We did all summer. He fucked him up. He put Meek Mills in a in a wheelchair. He gave him his Degrassi says like, I don't need this anymore. This is like, here you go, bitch. <laughs> People know Meek Mills now as a guy that had beef with Drake instead of like the super good rapper. Yeah. <laughs> what is that super uh, dreams and nightmares from Meek Mill? Yeah, that's the nightmare. I think it's Dude, that song goes off. They have he had so many good songs, but all people know is now it's like, oh, it's a guy that had beef with Drake. Oh, became super irrelevant after that. That could be the saving grace for Donald Trump if he produced a hot fire mixtape diss track on like yeah. Stormy Daniels, a little minute. 
you know. Dude, him and Kanye West, man, they're already on the same team. Why yeah. not Kanye West switch back over after 21 Jump Street? Dream <laughs> <laughs> he was saved by Jonah Hill. <laughs> Saving Grace, Jonah Hill. Yeah, I saw it as, like, it was like an Instagram. And, like, it was like a post that said, like, well, yeah, I really like the 21 Jump Street. I just wish they got released, like, 70 years sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, I really wish this came out in 1933 instead, though. <laughs> I think a lot of things would have changed. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Fuck, uh, that's funny. Well, that would have been a good time to release it. <laughs> <laughs> Could have put it in front of some Austrian painter. Maybe maybe history would have been a little different. Speaking of movies and all that stuff, did you guys are aware of like what it, the, the criteria to be inducted into the National Film Registry of America? Do you have to be a racist? No, you have to make an impact, a cultural significance on the way of media for that time period. So Gone in the Wind's in there, Titanic's in there, and recently, a couple months ago, weeks ago, Shrek 1, Shrek 1 with Mike Myers just got inducted to the National Registry of America. I heard that there's a lot of things that you don't think about there in there. There's like a lot of like pornographic things and then like yeah. a lot of like animated things that you don't even think about. Like a lot of kids shows that would be like... Pretty sure I saw like a whole list where it's like things you didn't even think about that that make a big impact. Like Barney, I'm pretty sure Barney's in there. Barney, and you always think to yourself like, oh, it's just a kids show, but it was like it relevant enough. That yeah, it's like hell yeah, that is really interesting. So I, I love the fact that Shrek One made it in there, and with the the culture significance that Twenty One Jump Street is now brewing, give it two years and that's going to be in the national film. It's going to be in there. And it's going to be like cited. It saved Kanye West. B. Anti-Semitism is gone. <laughs> but the priority is save Kanye West. So you brought back Kanye. Got rid of anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> fix racism yeah, in America. Fix racism. Thank you, General Hill. But for our main topic, since I came in person, I wanted to talk about a couple of game show ideas that I'm going to pitch you guys. And you guys can tell me what you think. These are all food related. Uh, and the reason... Oh, I thought you were going to be like, who wants to be Phil's next boyfriend? That is now $70 in our sushi fund. I thought, I thought I had $10 taken away. Can we settle, yeah, we're back to 70 Can we settle at an even 69 No, we'll do 70 ah. So uh, if you pull up Next Level Chef, um, thank you very much, Leo. Lovely Leo behind us. Oh, this is another Gordon Ramsay project? Dude, so shout out A-Rod, my fiance, once again. She uh, was like, oh, we haven't seen this new show on Hulu. Uh, you can find all of Gordon Ramsay's cooking shows on Hulu. We're currently watching MasterChef also. Almost had a burp there. You don't burp on Mike? No, dude. Not this one. These, this is the burp Mike. Mike. God, dude, we're going to have to start labeling this. Yeah. Put tape around it so we know which one's which. But, uh, yeah, the fans love it, though. Have you caught the, the little kid's chef from Gordon Ramsay? He's so many shows. Yeah, no, so he's got a giant TV network. And so, what? TV network? Not a TV network, but his, like, Gordon Ramsay enterprise of cooking shows yeah. is insane. I don't, do you guys watch any Gordon Ramsay cooking shows? Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares that is great. Like the best one. <laughs> that one was It's insane. so entertaining. He could be, like, telling them how to fix things and then just, like... They just fuck right off. Oh, yeah. They do not listen to him at all. My, my papa... Had a pizza place in Darien for a little bit, uh -huh. a couple of years ago, right? And at that time, they had the free TV network, right? You can put it on any channel. Yeah. And they had, like, the Food Network channel. The Food Network channel was just filled with a bunch of Gordon Ramsay's recycled shows. So I was just getting caught up with, like, the British Kitchen Nightmares. And yeah. Like, you fucking idiot. You fucking go out there for a fucking cigarette. Just, like, these, like, workers, like, I fucking hate them. He's fucking... He... Yeah, so... He's thicker than a, a door end. <laughs> He used to be really, like, kind of just an asshole to the British, like, the kitchens and the chefs. Real piece of shit to them. Like, just talk to them, uh, like, real down to them and not a nice guy. Just a real jerk. Mm -hmm. And then when he came to America, like, his Gordon Ramsay pers pers personality really kind of transcended. And he was, like, super loud. And then you get these clips of calling somebody an idiot sandwich. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? You don't how do you listen. this risotto? Have you guys ever seen those clips of like how he talks to kids or how he talks oh, to them? Oh, yeah. he yeah. will be like all gentle with the kids and the adults. Like, it's okay. You, you have enough time to cook the macaroni again. <laughs> what happened? Um, 
Don't worry, don't worry. Look, I'm here to help you. Please don't get upset. Hey, don't worry. Listen, 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 listen. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Get out! I have three daughters, Holly, Megan, Matilda, and they always cry in the kitchen, but they cry with laughter, so I'm not leaving till you laugh. <laughs> Good luck. You, 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 fuck off out of fuck here! Me! Get out! Hey, excuse me, madam! Pressure. Fuck me! How about fuck you? The eggs can be saved. They're Dude, not too runny. He's yeah, he's fucking fantastic. Like he was. Uh, so we're watching Master Chef right now. The, one of the, or, um, I think it's like the 2018 season. Okay. And he's he goes to this guy's station. He's like, SJ, what are you doing? Why's nothing on? Turn on the gas!" And just yelling at him at the top of his lungs. And it's fucking great, dude. That's why you watch it. But Next Level Chef is kind of a new concept that I was uh, telling about, telling you guys about. This idea is a triple uh, floor kitchen. What? So there's three floors, and there is a platform that literally goes down the middle of it. And on the platform are ingredients. Bro, so, is this Next Level Chef or Donkey Kong? It sounds like <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's going to come around with barrels. <laughs> and uh, so uh, in that second picture from the top left, you got Naisha. And you also have, um, I believe his name is Richard Blaze. Dude, Naisha, more like Thickisha. <laughs> Jesus. So the two awesome judges that accompany him, as well as two awesome chefs, uh, they essentially pick a team, give them their apron based on skills and what they see in them. And then depending on how they cook, the very top kitchen gets the ingredients first. You also get the best equipment. You get the best ovens, the best stovetops. Second one is kind of like your traditional, like has everything, but not all that much. And then the basement kitchen literally has like nothing. Like the ovens don't work. They barely have utensils to work with. Um, so it's, it's actually a really interesting concept and one that I haven't seen before. And go ahead. Is that Simon Pegg? What? The guy to his left? The guy whose name I said is Richard Blaze about five minutes ago? <laughs> oh, that's... I, thought, I, was, I was too fixated on Thick Isha. <laughs> yeah, you were so fixated on making your joke. So <laughs> <laughs> look at her, though. Great She's fucking listener. hot as hell. I, you know me. I love you my... Like, you like a dominant queen. Yes. A you dominant like someone that's intimidating. Ebony queen. That is extremely racist, and you should not use that term. What? Ebony and ivory? Race. Yeah, because that's... Ref yeah, dude, that's racist. That's uh, canceled. Bro, Ebony in Ivory. He keeps repeating it. Yeah, but. canceled. You're, you're... Mixed together in perfect harmony. That's like a 70s song. Bro, I... See, you... I'm aware of the song. What does that have to do with this? After you know I said that I do not use that term. You know I fuck. I know you don't. You probably... Wait, that's a 70s song. Yeah, you fuck Snorlax when we're all out of the room. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Uh, as we make our way back into the segment, what I like about this show is that the contestants too. The contestants, yeah, he does. Uh, the <laughs> contestants are all, for the most part, very novice. They're all like social, literally social media chefs. So we have a chance. Uh, literally, like a few of them have. Most of the time, they're like, "I've never cooked this before. I don't even know what this is." So the three cooks, which are Ramsey, Naisha, and Blaze. They'd have to be like, hey, what's your game plan? And they'll be like, I'm not sure. And what sucks too is that they'll grab ingredients just because they're forced to. So the round starts and they're like, all right, we're cooking fish today. And so platform starts on the top level and it's making its way down and it stops for like five or 10 seconds at each one. And they're just like, uh, tilapia and uh, fucking orange and fucking sprouts. <laughs> like, you see them just scramble every time. Wait, how do they organize them? Like, are the best chefs up top or the no. worst chefs? Well, up top? It's, like a, it's like a community game, probably. You, you get assigned before. So you said they get split up? Yeah, so they get split up by team. So the three judges pick, uh, I think it's like eight people per team. Uh, so you start off with like 24 contestants or however, 30 maybe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, dude, you just end up doing well, so you get the top kitchen. Or, so the better you do, they'll put you up top. So. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, in the, there's two seasons out. Uh, one season is already done. The second season is currently uh, airing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the first season, they just randomize it. So they're like, depend. They just grab a key card and get in the elevator. <laughs> and I felt like that was super shitty. Uh, so in the second season, they've changed it to, if you perform well, you stay in the top kitchen. Oh, 
Yeah. Dude. First season was just pure random hell. <laughs> so, so you could literally have like the best dish two weeks in a row. I'm like, oh, basement it is. <laughs> it's so funny. But dude, oh. this show is awesome. Um, it's probably one of my favorite cooking shows that I've seen ever. Like, I'm loving the concept. Up, up there with like man versus food. Like it's so like what I, I think cooking show should be. Because these are just like regular people. It's not like yeah. fucking MasterChef where it's like, Ooh, you wait! Like, have you guys ever seen those videos where they give them a coke and they make it like a whole like puree sauce out of it? It's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, how did you do that? <laughs> and it's like, you know, just a little magic. Yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah. it doesn't even look like it. It's not even the right color. And sometimes those. Thank uh, you, chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> those cooking shows like Hell's Kitchen. It's like, oh, you didn't add an ounce of tarragon, so now your entire chicken stock is ruined. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they make it really easy to like visualize and also like um, how the dish is being plated is fucking cool. Uh, so you get some people who are like really intricate about the plating mm -hmm. and you get some people who are like, you barely made it onto the platform. Because the other thing is not only are they quickly grabbing ingredients off of the platform, at the end of the round, they have to quickly rush to like put it on the platform. So you can get the advantage of getting the, the top, top shit, but then you got to rush you, no, 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 you still, the platform makes its way down. So you still have to like finish plating and then go run up to it. So you put it on the platform? Yeah, as, it's, like, as it's moving. So you, you're, you're like wiping the dish down. You're seeing the platform. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you, what the fuck is going on? In both seasons so far, there's people that miss the platform entirely. Or they like quickly rush to put it on there and just drop just the chuck food. it on. Yeah, yeah that's my biggest fear is the PTSD. Completely falls. Completely falls. And then they're like, this chef missed the platform, but I still wanted to try it. And then Ramsey's a fucking asshole, and he's like, "Oh, that's bloody delicious! It's a shame I didn't make the platform." <laughs> it's like, ah, fuck. This really could have been the top contender. Literally, it's so funny. Pushes um, away. Which kind of inspired me to, to, you know, pitch some ideas that you know we can workshop together and we can bring up to Gordon Ramsay. All right, the first one I got. This one has a little bit of legs, but definitely okay. needs some improving. Uh, we take turns cumin human body parts. Wait, wait. So each floor has the most. No, 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 no. no. This is just different game show ideas that okay, okay. For, for that we present to Gordon Ramsay. Oh. The first one is uh, cooking human body parts. Okay, like a like a Hannibal and Lecter yeah, infusion. Exactly. Inspired. Like we've done gamey food like deer, rabbits. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of seafood. But we have yet to see any human gourmet dishes. I got it. This is this is beautiful. We're like the fucking uh, the Beatles right here. We're just pitching ideas to Apple. You guys yeah. are Apple viewers uh -huh. at home, okay. right? Right. And so Mexicans cartel. What do we hate? The cartel. How do we get rid of the cartel? We make them hunt each other and cook each other, all for the approval of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, but I feel like they're already like more beat up and stuff. I think you should go after the kids. Probably more yeah, the cartel kids. They're a little bit more juicy. Yeah. You know what? If I was in the cartel and there was a, a game show where they're going to get my kids to feed them and cook them, yeah, I would quit the cartel. <laughs> That's a good incentive to leave. Yeah. You know, they're going to take my kids and shit. I like that though because it's not that unrealistic. There's a guy. No, 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 no. I'm serious. There's a famous guy, maybe if you want to look this up, in Japan that got charged. He's he's a son oh, of yes. a millionaire. Yes, yes, yes. Right. He got convicted uh, of eating a Danish girl. Yeah. She's like, man, she's a little a little too sweet. I like, I like my, my my lady's Danish, you know? I like to put a... Where are you going with this? Good, Speed it up. A good cream pie. But no, all jokes aside, it's not that unrealistic. Uh, Japan does it. We can do it. Hannibal Lecter. All the girls... Japan does it. Yeah, do. I think one person in Japan did One guy did it. One guy got caught right, doing well, it. The Chainsaw Massacre was based off here in Wisconsin. That game. Yeah. Yeah, but he was lazy. He went to the graveyards. The J the Japanese guy was well, like, I want them alive. Didn't he actually kill like four people? I know that he dug some up, but he also like, he got convicted of killing a couple of them. Family members, who cares? I mean, Ted, uh... Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy? Bundy? Ted oh, yeah. No, Ted Kaminsky was the uh, crazy guy. Dahmer. Yeah, Dahmer was like the whole Jeffrey Dahmer that he was eating people. Dahmer was eating people? But he was gay. It's like instinctual. Oh, you know, it, it comes for them, right? Like, yeah. it's just another, that's what they tell you to not be gay. <laughs> when, 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 the, when they say the craving, they mean like they're craving penis. You know? <laughs> they're like, I can't sustain the craving. It's like they're vampires. Uh, we do not support this idea. <laughs> All right, maybe not the best idea. <laughs> Moving on to the second one. 
Okay. Do you guys have heard of Master Chef Kids? Yes. Okay. Master Chef Pets. You cook the pets? What? What do you mean? No, the fucking, you make your dog have to cook the food for you. Oh, I thought you bring contestants with their loyal pets and like, I'm sorry, doggy. You want to, you want $10,000? Why did you pour yourself over there? Speaking all this goddamn nonsense. <laughs> little Irish Talking whiskey. out of your ass. What's little, wrong with you? Little Irish whiskey. Okay, no, no, seriously. What do you been Seriously. Putting? You and I are pet owners. You got a, you got a dog on home? Yeah, the yeah dog. got a dog on home. All three, oh yeah, she gets depressed when she's in her period. I heard that. I was very sad about it. But, um, listen, listen, hear me out, hear me out. If there was $10,000... No, no, I'm doing it. Ten, yep, you doing it? I said I'm having a hard time listening to you. Oh, my God. Hearing you out. You could offer me twenty grand for my dog, and I would say no. To cook her? I would say no. Do you know how many Daisy the Dachshunds you can buy? But not her. Huh. Would yeah. you replace... How much money would it take for you to replace your animal? It'd have to be, like, a couple million to even think about it. Uh, what? Yeah. It's definitely the six figures, because, like... Six figures? Yeah. Or she's what? Because that money's going to leave like that. Like, what? You buy, like, a car, that's it? No, you buy another dog. You start pumping yeah. them out, pimping them out. Hell no, bro. We're not doing that. Bro, I would cook date. I would stir-fry that bitch in Master a heartbeat. Master Chef Pets, where your pets are forced to cook for you. I think... I think it's a little bit uh, difficult. It might be a bit more interesting if, honestly, we got, like, chimps. Because they're oh, already starting to get chimps. yes. I just want to see if, like, you give them yes. all the ingredients, what they come up with. Ooh, interesting. We call up Elon Musk. We told him to send him a box of those neural links. Yeah. Put them in the chimpanzees. Get cooking, baby. No, I'm just, I just want to see what chimps come up with if you give them a bunch of ingredients. Just, like, and give them, give them a fire. Give them a fire and a bunch of ingredients <laughs> yeah. and see what they come up with. <laughs> they're just slowly fucking burning <laughs> Breaking news, the first old chimpanzee restaurant turned into the first old chimpanzee strip club. I'm pretty sure, though, it'd be like, just like a generation after generation of yeah, just like yeah. trying to teach them how to cook. Eventually, one of them will figure it out, and they're going to start to realize, that's like, a good point. I don't want to be captive anymore. Oh. And then planning it. He's going to become self aware. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The first, the first Caesar was a sommelier. <laughs> yeah. All right, the next one Master Chef Pet Food. Okay. <laughs> The judges are forced to. The judges are forced to try different pet foods that are made from the contestants. Now, I've been giving my dog wet food because she is a spoiled brat, and the way that that smells and looks, I could not imagine eating a bite. But it would be hilarious for the three of us to cook wet food in some like fucking taking chicken and then grinding it up and then just quickly throwing it through a food processor and freezing it so it doesn't go bad and then having to have Gordon Ramsay taste wet dog food. Wet. When you first had that idea, for some reason in my head, my head I was like, alright, so all these people, like all these professional chefs cook for a dog and see which one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're, yeah, see? That's why we gotta spit all these right, ideas. The dog has like a whole tuxedo who starts barking at them. <laughs> Because like, I've seen like some of the have you guys ever seen those videos of like the dog owners that make these fancy ass meals for their dogs and their dogs just wolf yeah they're like <laughs> I was like oh so that's what we're doing like giving a fancy ass meal yeah. the dog is like actually criticizing it I like, like that man <laughs> dude it'd be so funny you put a fucking like steak burrito in front of a dog and it just like takes one bite like, spits it out he moves it, you're like oh he moves the plate with his nose yeah it's like oh. Fuck, I'm going home tonight. <laughs> you find out the winner, you both got to put your plate on the ground and let the dog come to you. Exactly. <laughs> See what he likes. Oh, you hear the dog go, woof. It's like, thank you, chef. Thank you, chef. Yeah. <laughs> thank like, you. Walk away. Thank you, chef. <laughs> woof, woof. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. I'll, oh, leave, yes, I'll leave my apron that. at my station. I love that. <laughs> that trend lately, though, where like people are like, I don't know if it's true if they're doing it, but they're like, saying like, oh, yeah, just eat dog food because it's super high in protein. Dude, I have seen people, like, look at the ingredients, and it's, like, 30 grams of protein in a can of cat food. I was like, there's no way. Like, like, could you stomach it is the problem. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's kind of gross, but I guess. Dude, 30 grams of protein, you know what that is? 30 grams of protein? Well, that's 20 grams less than the KFC Double Down. Yeah, but that's, like, (laughs) three times the calorie. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, it's got, like. Oh, the question is, could your digestive system take it? The cat food? Yeah. I mean, you maybe, get really sick. maybe at a one point we were all cat food, baby. We're all cat food. <laughs> Why? 
you're out of your mind. I like I, I like the idea though. Yeah, I like that that the the chefs judges are actually pet animals. All right, this next idea. Mm. This one's a little tough, so okay. take it easy to digest. You have to cook in teams constantly, right? What? Cook in teams constantly. So small teams of I wrote down three to four people. And the person who sucks gets voted out by his team member. And there's a rotating. So let's say the three of us are in one team. It sounds like Hell's Kitchen. It just sounds like a regular. No, no, no. Kitchen that's show. like that's like eight. That's like eight people per team. This is like small teams. I'm thinking like ten of three people. Then we decide between the three of us who should get voted off of our team, and it's just a rotating circle. So somebody voted their person off the team. Somebody voted their person off the team, and then we just keep getting rearranged okay. new teams. And then the people who win the most challenges are the three that go into the final competition where they have to cook off against each other. Now, hear me out. It's like round robin, essentially. I like that. Small teams, round robin, they keep moving. Mm -hmm. But the main goal of the food is small plates. To emphasize more on small things. They just Little. have to cook really, really small. It's like the tiniest hamburger. He, <laughs> it's just... Small little apps. This big... <laughs> Looks like those Krabby Patty fucking toys. The little candy yeah, ones? Yeah, little candy ones. Yeah, on Valentine's Day? I don't I feel like that, that would idea. be a very interesting idea, but also what would make it interesting too is like if like those three people, one of them's like a really good chef and one of them just never cooked before and some of them are just like... Home you chefs. Know, people like, yeah, like home chefs. And then like just like you have to keep passing on the dish. Like if that professional chef starts it, it makes it super fancy. <laughs> it, ends like up, it ends up with like somebody who's never cooked before is like now finished... <laughs> Finish the souffle. He's like, what? It's like, what? Remember, eleven minutes in the oven. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. And they're like trying to teach him, but they can't help him. They're just like, he didn't have that in person. I like this idea because then the the actual like professional chef is forced to like yeah. try to teach like, the person. It, yeah, like start it or like jump in the middle. Yeah, we can give them fifteen minutes each, and it's like they have to pass it on. Yeah, got to step out of the way. They make a plan before, and they just have to pass it on. Right, that is interesting. Because little, little blueprints. <laughs> on the other hand, too, you could be like, who's gonna go first, and then just randomize it. So, but if you get the home chef to like, or the person who's never cooked before to start the dish off. You could be fucked from the beginning. True. It'll be a whole game of catch-up then, which yeah. makes it more interesting too. They just burn a steak and you're like, now we got only 30 minutes to okay. cook a steak. Okay, I like that. I like that idea a lot, actually. All right, I got two more. Okay, okay. The next one, not so good. Couple stinkers. Same with our, you know, Brotasis catalog. I'm sure there's a couple stinkers in couple there. Stinkers. Couple stinkers. Couple uh, stinkers. The next one is a fast food restaurant that only serves... Vegetarian food. That's gonna go out of business right away. You think so? How's this a game show? It sounds like a business plan at that point. You have to try to keep the business alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Whoever can make the most successful establishment only using natural greens. Yeah. The Are reason vegetarian food just like straight vegetarian. Well the reason I thought about vegetarian food is I always think about restaurants that have a gimmick. Like I mm. saw one recently. That was not recently, but there's those restaurants that are like, oh, they're the servers mean to you or like mm -hmm. Hooters where like the girls are, you know, supposed to be college like, educated. Exactly. <laughs> so you always get these restaurants that have like gimmicks. So it's like what gimmick could like 10 chefs come up with and each week they take turns establishing a menu and it's like house kitchen, but with a gimmick. So what gimmick could the 10 chefs come up with? in order to keep the restaurant alive. And then at the end of it, it's like whoever was most successful in their week gets to win. Sounds like an episode of The Celebrity Apprentice. Donald Trump, the main host. We have four teams and four different restaurants. Exactly. I like that, I like that. It's not the worst idea, but it's very, still very vague. I feel like it needs a little bit more it's, it sounds workshopping. Less... Uh, rewarding and more financially like it's gonna you're gonna oh, get yeah. bankrupt yes bro but if we're on Gordon Ramsay production then true, true. We, we could probably afford it and I mean we would have to back back mouth the uh, food delivery truck the people that drop off the produce yeah the shut up and hell wake up all your fucking idiot that's, I don't that know was bad. You would do that yeah that that's was bad. terrible 
All right, this last one, I oh, think it's my best. Man. I don't even need to look at my notes. It's like they're just doing their job. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just being imagine you're like, hey, how's it going? Like, you're dropping off the food. He was like, he's already over yesterday. He's like, fucking bitch, why would you here? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> while they're shoving a camera in your face, they're like, trying not to cry. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck's your deal? It's my first day. <laughs> so I'm just taking over for Steve. It's my new route. <laughs> All right, my last idea is what I think is the best. Okay. Take the best for last. Yes. And this one, I don't know exactly how to make it work, but I know that there's an idea there. Okay. What is every chef known for? Massive drug problem. Yes. Yes. Massive drug problem. Yes. You take 10 chefs, you keep them sober for a week. Oh, no. They are going to be shaken. So (laughs) the idea of... The, pro- the challenge is progressing is that they get a little sip of whatever their choice is in order for them to A, stay alive, and B, stay alive in the competition. <laughs> so That's you, brilliant. So you take like 10 or 20 chefs who are like, you know, mm-hmm. have a problem with the sauce, and you're like, all right, for this next challenge, a perfect over easy egg. And they're going to be fucking shaking, trying to, you know, not break the yolk. Trying to cut the onions. Yeah, exactly. It's like every challenge they win, you, they get a shot. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like The one chef cuts the onion a little too deep. He's like, fuck. <laughs> he just throws everything out. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I want to kill myself. So, yeah, every time they, they complete a challenge, they get a little taste of, you know, some alcohol, Coke, weed, some cigarettes, whatever is their vice. That's how they stay in the competition. There's that one chef, Chef Ramos. Where is he? Oh, he's hit it on the PA. <laughs> he, he heard she just got done with high school. Yeah, exactly. He's heard she's got cigarettes. So. That's his vice. <laughs> You're just a fucking dirty dog. The hostess. Yeah, so the winner of the competition isn't necessarily somebody who cooks the best. It's oh. somebody who's, who manages to... Complete the challenges in order to stay alive. By, I like that. I you like know, getting getting some alcohol. Well, let me pick it back off of that idea because yeah, I, okay. I love this. I love this segment right here. Yeah. What is the number one issue facing America right now? Uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl, and number two, high incarceration rates. How do we counteract that? We get the best chefs from these prisons. It's like Hunger Games. And we'll oh. neighbor the Hunger Games. So <laughs> oh, they'll, <you're> they'll, <laughs> they'll they'll compete. The best chefs from each prison. Uh-huh. And the, the goal is you what put is the, the prize. The prize? Mm-hmm. Freedom. Freedom. What if, what if they did some not cool things? Like, you know. If they did, like, awful, like, like eight, war crimes. War eight, crimes. Eight children or something, you know? Exactly. Well, it depends if they, you know, people can turn around. They can be uh, rehabilitated through the passion of cooking. Through the passion of cooking a perfect mm-hmm. omelet. Yes. I mean, there's certain, you know. Ex- exceptions, of course, we wouldn't let Hillary Clinton cook, she'd be locked up right away. Of course, she did nothing wrong. Please continue, please no. continue. Um, but that would be the show, that would be interesting. You we, take you get the the baddest, Dude, most it, best chefs, you know, it'd be prison. the best thing too. Hmm. We give them the same ingredients they'd have to cook with in jail, so they get just like absolutely disgusting Salisbury steaks. They get the, the commissaries. Yeah. They get like little like ramen noodles. You have one sock, hot water, and a bag of ramen. Go. You have a bag of Doritos and green beans. It Go. Cuts to, it cuts to like the, the personal interviews. Like, man, I've been cooking the toilet since I was fucking 18, bro. <laughs> this ain't shit, dog. In and out. Hey, yo, moms. Love you, moms. Shout out, mama. I'm going to see you on the other side. I like that idea a lot. Actually. I like that. I like that idea. So, so that's the first game show. Maybe we can call it Hunger Games or something like that. Or yeah, I'm sure that's not trademark right now. Dude, right? you know what'd be even better? Hmm. Uh, the losing chef, uh, their entire jail doesn't receive food for a day. So now you just don't have yourself depending on the food. Bro, and, and you got to go back to that same prison. Yeah, you're you gonna have a mark on your back or yeah, in your ass. There, there's that food that you ain't fucking cook, bro. <laughs> I fucking told him that I should be in there, bro. But I told him if he fucking fell, bro, I'm gonna fucking eat his ass, bro. Oh yeah. You 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 think that if you lost in the Hunger Games and you came back to an empty prison that you were gonna get your ass eaten? I would hope that I would not. Yeah. Nope. 
Yeah, that was actually my biggest. It'd be Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, you can't say that, though, because all these traps are going to start losing on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, please don't eat my ass. God forbid that happens. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I hate when you lick around the hole. Okay, okay. So that's right. the first game show. Now, this one's more of a personal thing, right? A little bit of like, you know. Yeah. As the viewers and listeners at home. Yeah. You know, I used to be a teacher, a childhood educator for the young minds of America and Thailand. And, uh, Why are you doing that voice? It's a really strange voice to go with. This is my inspirational teaching voice. Sit down! <laughs> Dude, if you were my teacher, I'd be like, I want to fuck. So I can just imagine you're showing up in Thailand to, like, yeah. all these, like, little Thai kids, and you're, like, as a big old American. Yeah. Anyway, like... <laughs> Who's this fat fucking Asian guy? Where'd they get him from? But I digress. <laughs> Putting down the thing. We take the, the these kids from the low city poverty like schools they're on the verge of collapsing the people workers aren't working teachers are walking out the administrators taking money from the school funds and all this stuff right we 180 salvation bam you send in your home ec classes we have different home ec classes it's the same prison idea but with kids yeah but with home economics yeah i like that i like that a lot and the 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 the, the, the winning prize the winning prize because Did education. You like your own idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that idea a lot, guys. Actually, I, mean, I, I was like, just kind of made me sad, like taking all these little kids. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, like not even the cooking, just put them up to like physical challenges. Like, boy, they're getting taken out of this. Who wants it the most? They're like all starving. Like, Dead you show up hungry. in like a helicopter. Yeah. Who wants it the most? I hold pictures. Do you see this jungle, Jim? This could be yours <laughs> if you play your cards right. Now go. <laughs> It's like, ah, beat each other up. Last one standing. <laughs> you get taken out of all this. But he's my brother. And How that, bad do you want it? For the, for, the, for the name of the show, Teacher's Pet. He's done it again, folks. He's done, done, it, done again. it again. Call Hollywood. Call Jonah Hill. I know he's watching. Now, we are hitting time. Do you guys want to quickly touch on... Oh, I think we should end with this. This, yeah, this think, is beautiful. I think so. I got I got two little games right here. Right? Yeah. Two prison and little kids. Yeah. Now for the third one. Oh, you got another one? One, one last one. Last okay, one. finish strong. I know for You're a fact gay. that no, 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 no. Only my exes know that. Hey. Eighty dollars in the fun. Oh, I can't help it. I can't help. Dude, it. Dude, I was at a hundred. You got to take us out for sushi in a bit. I could buy all four of sushi at a hundred bucks. Yeah, that, that was the goal. What? I thought the goal was me to take my exes out. Dude, that's $90. <laughs> what the? You keep mentioning that. Stop. Oh, my God. Um, Juan is going to be licking his lips. America, right? And then look at mine. The land, mm, mm. The land of milk and honey. Every everybody wants to be in America. <laughs> Dude, you're on one today. Everybody wants to be an American, right? I had to disagree. But though. nobody can, right? Why? The border, border crises, mm -hmm. unforeseen tolls like never before. Uh, All those kids in cages, heartbreaking. Don't we want to put an end to that? Here's how we put an end to that. Where this bit is going. We take the best cooks. No more doctors, no more engineers, no more of this bullshit. We want chefs, hospitality workers. Uh-huh. We take, we take, we even got to be a chef. If you can give me a refill of my drink, you become an American. Uh-huh. Let's, let's speed it up. Speed it so, up. So, we'll, we'll, we'll name this, who wants to be the next top American? And just by being an American, you are top already. You're no longer illegal. You're no longer a foreigner. <laughs> so, in order... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know where I'm going with this. Awarding there, there's American and there's everyone else, right? Awarding exactly. American citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reluctant high five. No, no, no. Awarding citizenship through uh, all, all of our fans in like England and Germany yeah. have really caught on. They're gonna be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" What the hell? You're like, "Is this a real thing? Could I be an American?" <laughs> what accent was that? Uh, Swedish. Is this a real thing? Could I be an American? That sounds Irish. That sounds Irish. I I am drinking the Irish whiskey. Okay, so your idea is to take these poor kids that have been held against their will for the last two years in well, cages. No. Well, those kids, if they want to get out of the cage, they can cook. You don't got to be a kid to participate this. You're gotta just be... saying any... Can they be from any nation? Any illegal immigrant. 
they have to be an illegal immigrant living in the country currently. Yeah, an illegal immigrant trying to get into the country. If they lose, we report them to ICE. <laughs> get them, boys! This is the ultimate cooking game. Uh, this how... So pretty much you're saying is like, we'll just get a big group of people if anyone then cook. And yeah. then we'll do it with like sections of like 20. There's even yeah. one winner, one American out of all that. Yeah. Everybody else immediately deported. Yeah, beautiful. Like, right after they're not even I like get a chance to say goodbye. Like, they're still they'll just be like, all right, now everybody line up. They'll put handcuffs on everyone. Yeah. It's like, and the winner is, and they take their handcuffs off. Yeah. <laughs> Only one of you. You're an American. It Only, means Only one of you has a key that works. <laughs> On the count of three, they're like <laughs> trying so hard. <laughs> the like, bus is pulling in. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to break it against the fucking. Out in the middle of the desert, Gordon Ramsay's just like, Congratulations. <laughs> you are now an American. <laughs> He's standing by the Rio Grande. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> See you in Vegas. See, <laughs> si, senor. Gracias, Gordon Ramsay. Gracias. You are the best chef, Gordon Ramsay. I love it. You can, you can go either way. You can go with people trying to get into America, already American citizens. And if you lose, you're no longer American. <laughs> you, take, you take undocumented workers and put them against American workers. And they're like, dude, it doesn't matter. Your name is Jeff Johnson. We're sending your ass to fucking Belize if you, don't, if you can't cook a steak. The new Jeff. Thank you, Senor. Yeah. My name Jeff. My name Jeff. You are now. Re you you're married to Susan. You have two beautiful boys. Get out there, Jose. I mean Jeff. I mean my, Jeff. My name Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, Gordon. Oh. Gracias. Oh, who wants to be the next top American? I love that. Well, that's great. That's a great that's Folks, another great episode of the VYV podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok.